Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box Podcast. My name is Andrew Frezza, and today we're gonna to be talking about how simple math may be screwing up your business. And today's podcast is essentially about decision-making and how we can make better decisions as gym owners and managers. And one of the things that I've learned over the years is that the best decisions tend to come about from a combination of data and intuition. So we need to know our numbers, we need to know the hard data, but we also need to be in tune with our vision and our values and the people that make up our business and our community in order to do what's right from a, an emotional standpoint for the business. And when I look at our own business at CrossFit Palm Beach, my brother and I have always done a good job of balancing each other out in this area. So I tend to rely more on sort of the intuition side and how I feel about something when making decisions Whereas my brother tends to be really good with evaluating the data and the financial side. And he's helped me become bit better over the years. And even though at times it's not always easy, there's times where we'll get into arguments or long discussions and won't always see eye to eye. Um, I believe that one of the reasons that we've been able to be as successful as we've been is that we balance each other out in this sense. And it's another really good thing for me personally um, to have a business coach. And it's something that we've had for over a year now and a business coach is really great especially for someone like me who does rely more on that intuition side because that business coach doesn't have that emotional investment in the business and they're able to come from a more objective perspective and use more of the hard numbers when it comes to that decision making but i'll dive deeper into business coaching in another podcast but i thought that was just a good lead-in to today's topic because i think a lot of us are using data to support our decisions, but because we're using either faulty data or our logic is off, the data is potentially steering us in the wrong direction. So I have a question for you is, have you ever found yourself saying this, which is, I only need to add X members in order to pay for this new software, this new piece of equipment, or this new marketing service. And I know we've personally used this justification many times. And we've had it used on us by a lot of companies as well that are trying to sell us on stuff. And I feel like this, this justification is becoming more and more pervasive in our industry. So I wanted to put a little clarity behind it. So let's talk about the math of how many clients we need to pay for something. Because I think this is a valuable number to know, but most of us are just using it the wrong way. So let's talk about something like Wattify. And let's call Wattify a $300 per month cost. So if we're charging our members $150 per month on average for our memberships, then how many memberships or how many members does it take to cover a Wattify membership on a monthly basis? So the answer that we've always been told and sort of for the most part always believed is two, right? So at $150 per month times two members per month, that's your $300 that covers your Wattify membership. So if Wattify can help us add or retain just two members per month, then it pays for itself. But here's what's missing. So even though we might get $300 from those two members, we'll only have a small percentage to use at the end of the day towards the cost of Wattify. Because when we get paid, what we get paid goes towards revenue, but what we actually pay out to another company has to come from profit. Other expenses have to be factored in first. And if you've been in a business, in this business for a while or other businesses for a while, you know this, you just might not have thought about it this way because 
even when we get a $300 payment, we know that $300 doesn't show up into the gym's bank account. You know, immediately we're losing money to credit card processing and sales tax shortly after. And then we have to factor in some money that's going to rent and utilities and, and all these other costs of doing business. And even though some of these things are fixed costs and they're already sort of established costs that are gonna be there anyways, we can't just think about them as fixed costs because of the business that we're in. Because even though even though some things might be fixed now, they actually are gonna grow as we grow. Like we might we have actual physical limitations with our space. So when we add new members, it may mean adding more class times. It may mean adding more coaches. It may mean um, getting a bigger facility, more equipment. So a lot of these costs that we think we know as fixed costs are actually variable costs that are gonna have to grow as we grow, okay? So what we should be using is we don't wanna use revenue to determine what we can pay to this new service. We wanna use profit to determine what we can pay. Okay, so we need, to, we need to be able to say, okay, what is the profit margin that we have and how many members do we need based on that profit margin to be able to pay for this thing, all right? So if we wanna use roughly like a 25% profit margin, if we have, have $20,000 per month in revenue coming in, that means we should be seeing $5,000 per month clearing in profit at the end of the month, right? And, and most gyms really aren't even at that point. So that 25% number is kind of a lofty goal. But let's let's say that's the case. Let's say it's 25%. Well, now, if we're, if we're saying that $300 comes in and we're only getting 25% of it, or let's say 150 because we're just going to talk about one person, now for every $150 membership, we only get $37.50. So now we don't need two members to pay for Wattify at $300 a month. We actually need eight members a month to pay for Wattify because we're only taking $37.50 to get up to that $300, okay? And maybe Wattify is a bad example because it's kind of this necessary thing that we need in our industry. It, it does help us a lot. But there's a lot of things out there that aren't necessary that will use the same number of members to justify uh, getting that thing. So one small example from us recently was um, we were using Scipio for our business, which is just like a texting service. And it's a really cool service. Um, it was enabling us to send mass text messages the same way we were mass sending mass emails, but it should be used as a, a full-on sales and marketing service through texting. And we just weren't using it that way. We weren't putting the time and attention into it. So this was a $149 cost per month to us that we just weren't using to its full benefit. And in the past, using that old math, it would have been easy to say, well, it's only costing us one member per month. It's not even one member per month because our average is above 150 per month on our membership. So this is less than a member per month. But now with the appropriate math and saying, okay, let's say it's roughly a 25% profit margin. Now, Scipio costs us three to four members per month. And maybe you still don't think that's significant, but now that, that number starts to seem a little bit more real, right? We can now see how uh, we can play this game of, of cat and mouse where with each new service that we add or cost that we add to our bottom line, it just makes it that much more difficult to be able to add more and more new members to play catch up and to be able to clear something at the end of these costs. And I think a lot of us 
you know, if you're still having trouble with this, just think about it from a physical product standpoint. Like my wife has her own company. Um, she owns a nut butter company called Nikki's Coconut Butter. Shout out to to Nikki Co- Nikki's Coconut Butter. Um, and she has to know what a jar costs, right? She has to know that a jar costs, let's say, five dollars, and that she can sell it for ten. So if she's going to place an order for five thousand jars, she's not just looking that. Oh my God, this is going to be worth fifty thousand dollars to the business when when it turns into revenue. She's got to look at the profit margin and and the twenty five thousand that she could potentially make on that. Right? It's it it still can be significant, but it's drastically different once you start to factor in the cost of coconut and the jar and vanilla and sea salt and all these things that we know have to go into a physical product. So even though we offer a service, we have to realize that there's physical limitations to the service that we offer because there's only so many people that can fit in a given class, right? And as we add more people, we're usually gonna be adding more class times, more employees, more equipment, potentially a larger location or whatever it might be. So the second part of this podcast is a little bit more geared towards the newer gym owner. Um, it definitely apply, can apply to an established gym owner as well if you haven't quite dove into these numbers yet, but it's definitely more prevalent in that new gym owner. And that's talking about break-even numbers, okay? And most gym, new gym owners that I see are talking about uh, break-even numbers in the, the most simplistic sense, all right? They're looking at like the real basic expenses of rent, of Wattify of utilities and air conditioning, of equipment, of flooring, of build out. And most of them honestly are missing things like the cost of taxes and credit card processing and cleaning the gym and insurance and inventory they might need for retail. Like they're missing a lot of those basic costs. So that's kind of first and foremost is make sure you factored in every cost you could potentially, uh, will potentially have in that first month or two into your break even numbers, right? And the other thing that's happening, which I think is a good thing, is they're basing that break-even number off of them doing everything themselves. And with a lot of gym owners, that's going to be the case at first. So it's not really a bad thing. I think you really want to know that number. You want to know, okay, if I'm doing all, if I'm coaching all the classes, doing all the programming, I'm cleaning the gym, I'm doing all the customer service and inputting everything into into Wattify, you know, what what's the number that I need to get to in members? in order to just break even. So, you know, let's say you you just equate, do it on a yearly basis rather than monthly, but you say like, okay, all these costs, including build out, including equipment, is gonna cost me $50,000 for the first year. Well, if I wanna break break even at the end of that first year, then I need to be bringing in a little over 4,000 a month, and that's where you can actually say, okay, yes, um, 27 to 28 members is gonna get me to about 4,000 per month, at $150 per month, right? We can go back to that simplistic math for that really, really simplistic break-even number. But the the next break-even number that we want to know, which becomes more important and will get more important as we go, is your true break-even number based on delegating a lot of these areas of the gym. So if you weren't taking on any of these activities yourself, and you may still do some yourself, it's not to say that you won't in the future, but you need to know what you would assign a value to is things like coaching classes and cleaning the gym and maintaining equipment and customer service and admin and front desk duties and social media and programming. If you were to assign an hourly rate 
to all of those tasks, now what does your break-even number look like, right? And, and do that based on where you think you'll be class time, in your class times a few months from now, right? Don't just do it based on where you're gonna be right from the day you open, but where you expect to be in a couple months once you've kind of created this base of members and you have more established classes, right? So those two numbers both need to be really important, but I think the second one's even more important because realistically, that's how you avoid burnout. The first one is all about survival, is how can I get to the point where I'm not bleeding money every month? The second number is about avoiding burnout. How can I get to the point where I'm starting to work on the things that I enjoy, I have time, I have time to myself to recover, to sleep, to do all those things, to take care of myself, to be able to give to others. And then the third number, which becomes even more important than the first two, is what is the, the number that I need in order to make what I wanna make out of this business. And this becomes the most important number because ultimately this is why we're doing what we're doing. In addition to helping a lot of people, we need, we want that business to serve us as well. Um, and this number is gonna be different for everybody. For some, it's $50,000 per year. For others, it's six, six figures or a lot more. And it's gonna vary based on location and cost of living in your area and whether you have a family or just how, how motivated you are from a financial perspective. But this number is all about thriving and having the business serve you the same way you hope it will serve those around you. Um, and this isn't just a nice to have, guys. This is a must have because the more you can provide for yourself, the more you will ultimately be able to provide to others. And some of you are going to feel tentative about being honest with this and, and give, giving yourself what you really deserve, but I'm giving you permission right now to put some of that aside and define what you really want in this area, right? Because if, you're, if you've opened a gym, if you're listening to this podcast right now, there's a high likelihood that you are in this thing for the right reasons. You aren't a selfish person, you're probably extremely unselfish, and you're gonna take care of those around you. So define this number for yourself. What do you want to make out of the business you know, when you ultimately get this thing up to speed, maybe it's a couple years down the road, and make this the most important number of three because this is ultimately what's going to allow you to thrive and give the most to the people around you. Okay, so that's all I got for you guys today. Hope this helps a little bit. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.